Good evening and welcome as we celebrate the Feast of Christ's birth. At this time, I invite everyone as you're able to please stand. The glory of the Lord has been revealed, and all the world shall see the salvation of God. Please join in singing hymn 83, O Come, All Ye Faithful.
Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And blessed be his kingdom, now and forever. Amen. Almighty God, to you all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. And our song of praise this evening is hymn 87, found in the blue hymnals. be with you. Let us pray. O God, you have caused this holy night to shine with the brightness of the true light. Grant that we, who have known the mystery of that light on earth, may also enjoy him perfectly in heaven, where with you and the Holy Spirit he lives and reigns, one God, in glory everlasting. Amen. Please be seated for the readings. A reading from the book of Isaiah. Upon your walls, O Jerusalem, 
I have posted sentinels. All day and all night, they shall never be silent. You who remind the Lord, take no rest, and give him no rest until he establishes Jerusalem and makes it renowned throughout the earth. The Lord has sworn by his right hand and by his mighty arm, I will not again give your grain to be food for your enemies, and foreigners shall not drink the wine for which you have labored. But those who garner it shall eat it and praise the Lord, and those who gather it shall drink it in my holy courts. Go through, go through the gates, prepare the way for the people. Build up, build up the highway, clear it of stones, lift up an ensign over the people. The Lord has proclaimed to the end of the earth, say to daughter Zion, See, your salvation comes. His reward is with him and his recompense before him. They shall be called the holy people, the redeemed of the Lord. And you shall be called, sought out, a city not forsaken. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. From the letter to Titus. When the goodness and loving kindness of God our Savior appeared, he saved us, not because of any works of righteousness that we had done, but according to his mercy, 
through the water of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit. This Spirit he poured out on us richly through Jesus Christ our Savior, so that, having been justified by his grace, we might become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our gospel hymn this evening is hymn 93, found in our blue hymnals. Please stand as you are able and let's join together in singing hymn 93. gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord Christ. In those days a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged, and who was expecting a child. While, there, while they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth 
and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone round them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. <coughs> when the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, as it had been told them. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise you, Lord Christ. God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. In Isaiah, the prophet proclaims that the people who have lived in darkness have seen a new light. That prophecy of so many years ago was written not for the first century Jew living under the oppression of the Roman Empire, but for those who were living under the oppression of the Babylonian Empire, a time when the best of the best were taken out of Israel and brought into the heart of the empire to be acculturated in Babylonian ways, a time when the emperor had forbidden the worship of Yahweh himself. It was a time of darkness for Israel, a time of great, great oppression and sadness, a time of fear. And so the prophecy comes to them from Isaiah or Ezekiel, telling them the day will come when Israel shall rise again. Think in terms of Ezekiel in the valley of dry bones and that wonderful metaphor of the bones rising from the grave. Israel will rise from its grave someday. 
and it will have that of a child to lead. Now we hear, too, tonight the story of Israel under yet again another oppressive regime, that of the Roman Empire. And so I was thinking as I was pondering these two times in Israel's life, what does it mean to be in the darkness? What is that deep shadow that covers us? And what is it about regimes of oppression that control their people? And I realized that there was a common element. Whether it be the time of Nebuchadnezzar, the time of the Roman Empire, or even today, the common element throughout is that of fear. Fear of random executions, as we found in Roman times. Fear of loss of livelihood, citizenship. Fear of loss of personhood. And I think about today, are we also a people who walk in darkness? Because I think about throughout my life, how there was always something out there to fear sometimes used to kind of keep us in line. When I was a small child, I was taught we were to fear nuclear holocaust and fear the Red Empire, the former Soviet Union. By the early 2000s, after 9-11, we lived in fear and oppression of terrorism that somehow the other was out there to get us, and when terrorism happed, uh, happened on our side of the ocean, the disarray and the chaos that it caused within us. Most recently, we were taught to be afraid of a virus that held us back from being able to gather. And I think about the fact that even in today's world, no longer do I hear our politicians talking about a vision of hope or greatness. Do I ever hear about them talking about something to the effect of it is only fear that we have to fear itself? But now we are called to make a decision based on who we fear more. Which party will cause us the most damage as a nation? And I find it also interesting as we have this swirling reality of fear-mongering all around us that when you gather with psychologists and mental health workers, they will begin to talk about the new epidemic. And it's not a virus. It's anxiety. And as one of my colleagues said this week in his podcast, anxiety is our body's reaction to fear and fear alone. And how interesting it is in tonight's message. Yes, it is a message about the birth of a baby but it's also a message that tells us to not be afraid. 
whether we heard it earlier this morning, the angel Gabriel to Mary and her appearance, do not be afraid, or tonight to the shepherds, be not afraid, they say. Of all things on this earth, it is God who becomes the antithesis of fear itself because it is through God that there is hope and promise and vision of something far greater. And yet, even as I stand here tonight, the whole of our history has been something about fearing God himself, how anti-scriptural that message has ever been. For if we read through salvation history and look at Torah itself, at the end of the giving of the law, it is God who says to the people, on this day I give you blessing and curse, life and death. Choose life. Choose God. It is the God that we believe in, the God who created us, the God who has a dream for each and every one of us that comes into the world to live among us. If fear is darkness, then hope is light. In John's Gospel, he states, the light has come into the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. In Luke's story, he tells us that the God we believe in not only came to be among us and to transform us, but he came not as a warring individual, but as a vulnerable, helpless baby. That God came to be among us, not to live among the rich and the beautiful people with perfect lives but chose to enter into a realm of life and of people who are imperfect. The mother, a young woman. The father, a carpenter. Too poor to be afforded room in an inn. The God we believe in came among us not to be placed in a warm bed or crib in a palace, but in a manger, a feeding trough, among the animals that ate and slept there that night. God has chosen to be among us, you and me, to dwell with us, and to show us the way to light and life and hope. 
God comes as a baby. A baby that calls us to pick it up, to hold it, to protect it, to love it, to allow it not just to live among us, but to live within us. So yes, we as a people who live in the darkness of fear on this night have come to receive hope. The hope that only God can give. The hope that can make the broken whole. The, the God who dwells among the imperfect. And through his life on earth, shows us the way of what true love looks like and offers us the opportunity to be reconciled with hope itself. God came into this world this night to live among us, to bring light into the darkness that oppresses us, and to give us hope, the antithesis of fear, in something greater and better than we can know or imagine in this earthly life. Amen. Amen. Please stand as you are able and join me in affirming our faith with the words of the Nicene Creed. <clears throat> we believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen, in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, of one being with the Father, through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son, he is worshipped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. Father, on this holy night, your Son, our Savior, was born in human flesh. Renew your church as the body of Christ, holy God. Hear our prayer. On this holy night, there was no room for your Son in the inn. Protect with your love those who have no home, all who live in poverty, and those supported and blessed by the St. Peter's Community Market. Holy God, hear our prayer. 
On this holy night, Mary, in pain of labor, brought your son to birth. Hold in your hand all who are in pain or distress. Holy God, hear our prayer. On this holy night, your Christ came as a light shining in the darkness. Bring comfort to all who suffer in the sadness of our world, and especially those mourning the loss of loved ones this Christmas. Holy God, hear our prayer. prayer. On this holy night, the angels sang, Peace to God's people on earth. Strengthen those who work for peace and justice. Holy God, hear hear our our prayer. On this holy night, shepherds in the field heard good tidings of joy. Give us grace to preach the gospel of Christ's redemption. Holy God, hear hear our our prayer. prayer. On this holy night, strangers found the holy family and saw the baby lying in a manger. Bless our homes and all whom we love. Holy God, hear hear our our prayer. prayer. On this holy night, heaven is to come down to earth and earth is raised to heaven. Hold in your hand all those who have passed through death in the hope of your coming kingdom. Holy God, hear our our prayer. On this holy night, Christians the world over celebrate Christ's birth. Open our hearts that he may be born in us today. Holy God, hear hear our our prayer. On this holy night, we pray for all who have died especially those in whose memory the flowers and music for tonight have been given. Holy God, hear our prayer. Father, on this holy night, angels and shepherds worshiped at the manger throne. Receive the worship we offer in fellowship with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Saint Joseph, and all the saints, through him who is your word made flesh, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Peace of the Lord be always with you. Let us greet one another with a sign of Christ's love for us. This is the choir. I invite everyone to please be seated. (laughs) Again, it is wonderful to have everyone here this evening uh, as we celebrate the birth of Christ in this Christmas. There are a handful of people to say thank you to that helped make this evening happen. First and foremost, a thank you to Beverly Clark and her decorating crew who made this church look so splendid. So thank you to Beverly. We also want to give thanks to the choir and to our musicians for making our service so joyful and filled with such great sound. So thank you for that as well. And the joy of prayer twice. Walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself for us in offering and sacrifice to God.
with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give him thanks and praise. It is right and a good and joyful thing, always and everywhere to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. Because you gave Jesus Christ, your only Son, to be born for us, who by the mighty power of the Holy Spirit was made perfect man of the flesh of the Virgin Mary, his mother, so that we might be delivered from the bondage of sin and receive the power to become your children. Therefore, we praise you, joining our voices with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, who forever sing this hymn to proclaim the glory of your name. give thanks to you, O God, for the goodness and love which you've made known to us in creation, in the calling of Israel to be your people, in your words spoken through the prophets, and above all, the word made flesh, Jesus, your Son. For in these last days you sent him to be incarnate from the Virgin Mary, to be the Savior and Redeemer of the world. In him you have delivered us from evil and made us worthy to stand before you. In him you have brought us out of error into truth, out of sin into righteousness, out of death into life. On the night before he died for us, our Lord Jesus Christ took bread. And when he'd given thanks to you, he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. After supper, he took the cup of wine, and when he had given thanks, 
he gave it to them and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this for the remembrance of me. Therefore, according to his command, O Father, we remember his death, we proclaim his resurrection, we await his coming in glory, and we offer our sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving to you, O Lord of all, presenting to you from your creation this bread and this wine. We pray you, gracious God, to send your Holy Spirit upon these gifts, that they may be the sacrament of the body of Christ and his blood of the new covenant. Unite us to your Son in his sacrifice, that we may be acceptable through him being sanctified by the Holy Spirit. In the fullness of time, put all things in subjection under your Christ and bring us to that heavenly country where with the blessed Virgin Mary, Joseph, Peter, our patron, and all your saints, we may enter the everlasting heritage of your sons and daughters through Jesus Christ our Lord, the firstborn of all creation, the head of the church, and the author of our salvation. By him, and with him, and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. And now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Alleluia. Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast. Alleluia. The gifts of God for the people of God. Take them in remembrance that Christ died for you and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving.
Let us pray. <clears throat> Almighty and ever-living God, we thank you for feeding us with the spiritual food of the most precious body and blood of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, and for assuring us in these holy mysteries that we are living members of the body of your Son and heirs of your eternal kingdom. And now, Father, send us out to do the work you have given us to do, to love and serve you as faithful witnesses of Christ our Lord, to him, to you, and to the Holy Spirit, the honor and glory, now and forever. Amen.
the Almighty God, who sent his Son to take our nature upon him, bless you in this holy season, scatter the darkness of sin, and brighten your heart with the light of his holiness. Amen. May God, who sent his angels to proclaim the glad news of the Savior's birth, fill you with joy and make you heralds of the gospel. Amen. May God, who in the Word made flesh, joined heaven to earth and earth to heaven, give you his peace and favor. Amen. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you and remain with you always. Amen. Please stand as you're able and join in singing hymn 100. Go forth in the name of Christ. Thanks be to God.